Hey, hey, everybody, it's your girl Planet Tot on deck. And it's your girl Sam, I am the superhero. And together we are your, your favorite, favorite besties. besties. Thank you guys so much for rocking and rolling with us and coming back on deck. Y'all already know how we do. We love when y'all do how we do what we do. Yes. If that makes sense. You're supposed to say it do. Oh, it do. <laughs> mm-hmm. What we got, bestie? A very unusual situation. It's you a always. very unusual situation. Been digging through all these things. And you know what? Lately, does anybody in the house remember the, the advice columnist, Dear Abby? Um, yeah, I remember Dear Abby. Okay. So for a lot of our older crowd, they, I'm sure they remember Dear Abby. Uh, but anyways, um, she has so many very interesting topics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought this one would be one of the interesting topics of hers to talk about, as long as with a couple of other ones that I grabbed last week. Y'all let us know how you feel about that. Your favorite besties13 at gmail.com. Anyway, so today we're talking about, this is the topic here. An adult daughter is married. Okay. Mm-hmm. She also has a boyfriend. Both of these men live with her and share her bed. Her children are horrified by it and want nothing to do with their mother. They are embarrassed and ashamed, as am I. This is coming from her grandmother. Her older children are of age but still in school. They would like to move out but can't afford to. The youngest is a minor and afraid of the boyfriend. My Mm. daughter's husband doesn't object to the plan. Is there anything I can do to help these kids? Okay, her husband's, her husband's, wait, who doesn't so wait a minute, so plan? here we go. I know, her husband so it's doesn't. A, so it's a daughter, it's a woman, and she has, she's married, mm-hmm. and she has a boyfriend too. Mm-hmm. And then the husband and the boyfriend, they're mm-hmm. both in unity that, hey, we're going to share, she belong to both of us, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And they all sleep in the same bed, the same house. they all sleep in the same bed, which is their, live there. Theirs, that's their opinion, that's their decisions. Mm-hmm. However, there's some kids who are grown who don't agree with it, who are older, and then there's a minor kid who is scared of the boyfriend. Right. Okay, what was the last part of that of what you said though? So, um so the the husband does not object. The grandma's asking, is there anything I can do to help the kids? Help them how? And one, I want to know more about why is the kid scared of the boyfriend? No, so the the minor child is the minor reportedly child. scared of the boyfriend. Yeah, I don't the other know two children, they could be teenagers, but in college, like 18. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Sometimes children are 17, 18, 19, and still in college, but you know. And if the grandmother wants to know if there's anything that she can do to help the child, is she should first start by having a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, the conversation needs to be just a real heartfelt conversation, mm-hmm. not to try to point fingers at your parents are living a life that's against what I believe mm-hmm. or anything else like that. Because when people get old enough, they get to make their own decisions about the type of life they live. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I have to be totally honest. I can't see any. I can't see any way to point a negative finger here because it seems like the adults are all consensual and they all agree. Mm-hmm. So the mar- between the married couple, if they decide that it's okay for the wife to have a boyfriend and to bring him in their home and in their bed, that's between them adults. It okay? is. But can let me say that, something. That's between me, them. Okay, I agree. I 100% agree there. Let me throw this in there, though. To me, the biggest red flag here is the youngest child who's afraid of the boyfriend. I don't think that this child has given voice to the parents about this. Or if the child, if they have given voice to the parents, the parents don't give a damn. So the child told the grandma look or said something to the grandma look i'm not i don't feel safe around him That's i don't feel comfortable and the problem is if the child gave voice to the parents about this the parents said and what's your point because he's staying the here why said- and then if the child you, you know what i'm saying right and they move right with business is, like usual i get that but this is the reason why i said the grandmother if she wants to know what she can do she needs to have 
an open, honest, unbiased conversation with that child. Unbiased meaning I'm not just going to rub your back and pat you because you're my grandbaby and say that your mama's a big back whore is wrong or your daddy the dumbass is wrong. I'm only saying these names hypothetically not to really call these people names because mm-hmm. you know how fam- people family that, oh, your parent is this and that and that's how they really feel so they let that slip out to the the child sometimes you know what I mean mm-hmm. just to say I'm in solidarity with you I don't agree with that lifestyle either right. I think if the grandmother has an open unbiased conversation with the child and try her best to get to the bottom of first why doesn't that child like the boyfriend mm-hmm. is it because the boyfriend has harmed them physically mentally emotionally or spiritually exactly if none of that is on the table do you just not like the boyfriend because you feel like your mom should sleep with your dad only mm-hmm. because we're not going to play like kids don't get jealous of their parents because they do mm-hmm. and there's a comfort thing and a family bond that they feel like it you know uh they may feel their father is secretly hurt that he has to share her Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe the kid is playing voice to that. I don't know. But I say the first step is that the grandmother, if she wants to do anything, first start with a real genuine conversation that's unbiased towards any particular side mm-hmm. without her own personal opinion being at it, right? Mm-hmm. And then when she gets the information she needs, if there is any kind of... Um, hurt, harm, or danger that this kid is in, then she needs to go to the authorities of social services and find out a way to see if she perhaps can get that kid, mm-hmm. okay? See if there's anything that she could possibly do so she could at least say she did all she possibly could to try to take care of the situation when it was brought to her. Now, it's not going to come without backlash or friction. Mm-hmm. It's not. Anytime that you start opening, somebody else open their front door and you peek straight in and then you demand that the curtain is open too so you can look all through their windows and under their cupboards, it's going to be backlash. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely going to be backlash. And I think she needs to understand that that's a part of it too. So the first thing I would say is before she jumped any very strong, stern conclusions, have the conversation. Mm -hmm. Well, I think that there has, I think that there has been a conversation between the grandmother and and the child already, because she already said that the child doesn't feel safe. So she had to get that information from somewhere. So I think that the child already did say that, um, you know, they didn't feel safe. And also too, I also think that sometimes it's hard for a child to completely open up about all the details if they don't feel like the person can provide help. If they Mm -hmm. feel like I can drop this tea and then I have to go back to hell, you know, after I've dropped these keys, it's going to come with consequences. Yeah. So that, you know, sometimes it's like maybe she, the child could only give, but so much Mm -hmm. because they don't know if, if they, you know, the person can help them out now. Also too. So the grandmother's asking what, is there anything she can do to help? I think that the depends best situation it depends on her capabilities. Right. Depends it depends on, on what, what she's heard. what she's heard and her capabilities because, yeah, uh, you know, sometimes the best thing that that can be done in a situation like this is to pull the children out of the situation. But we don't know if the grandmother has the means to do so. Right. You know, so if she doesn't have the means to do so. Does she know of any other trusted family members or friends who who do have the means to right. do who so? Could possibly who get on can board. possibly pull them out of the situation because, um. CPS, I don't think that they should get involved at all unless it's really a, a needed. We know for a fact that this, not for a fact, but we have a very strong guesstimation pretty much that this type of bad stuff is going on right. or whatever. Um, now, overall, overall, I think that in terms of the kids seeing this type of situation, I think that it is hard for them to intake it all. I do think that it is, you know what it feels to me like? It feels like something that goes on in private that parents just fucking keep in private. Mm-hmm. If you are the type of man or a woman who's sleeping with him and him and or her and her, your children don't need to know that. And they don't need to see it. I mean, they really just don't. 
even if your lifestyle is you're open swinger, you're open polygamist. You, I mean, if you're open polygamist, that's, that's different than your child. Yes, they live that. They grew up in that lifestyle. I don't think this is that type of situation to where the children necessarily grew up in that. I think it's something new that has been introduced to the children like, bam, this is who we are. This is what we're doing. And this is the new life that we're living. But I don't think that the parents have given them time to adjust to this is the new norm. You know, so my heart does go out to the children in this because honestly, what goes on behind closed doors with adults, children don't need to know about. They don't even need to have an inkling, a hint of that stuff. But when you have a person, you brought them home and now y'all all sleeping in the same bed. Okay, really? It seems like a bit much. That's just me. But I do. I think it seems like a bit much. Why? Where? What? What? What conversation took place with the parents to prepare their children for this? That is a huge major life change. It is. It really is. So did they even consider the kids in this? And you know, another like, part what that's the really fuck? unfortunate is that, well, it's not unfortunate, but it's the truth. Um, adults, when they, when they are entitled to live the type of lifestyle that they so choose. To, they, they are. Um, True. When it comes to who they, the matters of the heart and romantically, they, they have the right to. Okay. So even if they have children in their house who look at them and discuss or do not agree with their lifestyle, it's like a parent's like, well, think about the role of the parent, right? Usually the parent is head of the household. Mm-hmm. The parent, the parent are parents. They're paying all the bills. Remember, this is how the parents survive too. So they're not just making a home and a life for you, but for themselves too. Right. They have to survive too. All of their resources are going into their own survival where they lay their head mm-hmm. based on their own comfort zone too. So unless you just have like a lot of money, you know, saved away or tucked away somewhere to have this completely separate exclusive life, you know, um, the average person just can't afford to do it like that. Yeah. So they said they're going to make sure they're comfortable where they lay their head too. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's a lifestyle that they choose to lead for whatever reason, you know, it's just, you know, they choose to be comfortable and it's like, you know, almost a part of it's unfair to the parents because if the teenage children do not agree with it, you know, or the young adult children do not agree with it, then they have a choice to make, you know, they can choose to do something else and live and, and be in the lifestyle that make that's more comfortable for them. They can, you know, now the one who doesn't have any say, the one who I feel, you know, uh, that I want to know more about is the minor, uh-huh. you know, because what does this mean for the minor? I thought, you know what, I think you just brought up a good point. And that, that point is this. At what point does the parent start to live for themselves? Exactly. Because it's so hard. Like they um, never should. Yeah, it's so hard because when children are young and stuff like that, I mean, personally, it's a question that I, I, I don't know. I struggle with the answer to that. I do. I struggle with the answer to at what point the child should live for themselves because I'm all for a team shielding the child from unnecessary stuff that they don't need to see, hear, or feel. Right. If they don't need to see, hear, or feel it, I'm team don't let them see, hear, or feel that. Right. Don't, don't interrupt their childhood in that type of way. Right. You know what I mean? Life is already hard enough. Um, and I think that they should have the most pleasant experience that they can. So um, I, I struggle with that. I struggle with at what point a parent should be able to live for themselves. I do. Right. You know, I don't know. We don't, I mean, I don't, I, I don't really know. How do you guys call this situation? Again, your favorite besties, 13 at gmail.com. What do you think? Do you think that the parents are right? They're saying, you know what? We're a grown husband and wife couple, and this is the way we're going to live our lives. And our kids are just going to have to adjust. It just kind of is what it is. Are you on the other side of the fence and saying, you know what? That's inappropriate. The parents should have more class about themselves, more finesse. The kids don't need to see that. Whatever you could be somewhere in the middle. I don't know wherever you are. Let us know. Your favorite best is thirteen at gmail dot com. Planetai, where can they um, where can they sponsor us? You guys can dance on over to your favorite besties. Oops, 
You guys can dance on over to anchor.fm forward slash psychics dash anonymous and hit that uh, sponsor button to become a part of the monthly family. Mm-hmm. Or you guys can take choose to take the more intimate approach and dance on over to cash out. Put in dollar sign your favorite besties. You guys, we really want you guys to weigh in and, and let us know where do you sit um, at this table. Right. Like again, so remember, one. parents have to have a life too. You guys, we cannot count that part out. So, you know, when, when kids start growing up and going on or getting ready to go on and this and that, the parents are just not supposed to have a life where they pay their head, where they pay all their bills and lay their head and it's supposed to be a comfortable sanctuary for them too. Mm-hmm. You know, I say one of the things that to consider here is if there's any form of abuse happening, mm-hmm. if there is no form of, of, of physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual abuse, I think we need to mind our business in this case. And if the, you know, the children are uncomfortable, then perhaps consider making arrangements, you know, um, like the, the grandmother, she seems to be, you know, clearly concerned about the, especially the minor grandkid. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking if she is, she may have reason to, but could the minor grandkid be saying this strictly because they want it to all be all about them still. But the older children are horrified too. And they want to move out though anything that's so stopping them from, they? they can't afford to if they could afford to they would that's the only thing to stop them they can't afford to i don't know you know and th- so there's, grandma's there's just, concerned and she's saying what can she do so her saying what can she do i don't think she's really in a position to take anybody in well then you can you, you know, then you if you're in a position to take no one in then you can just be a sounding board for them <laughs> and mind your business <laughs> to be honest i mean not like well that, no not necessarily not, not could to also mind your business exactly but <laughs> she could be a sounding board because if you're in this day and age it's about what you can do you know <laughs> <laughs> reality is we can all get lost it's a nice comfortable word <laughs> we don't need the words we need the assistance so that's, that's what it is at the end of the day it's the assistance minus the words so or maybe the words last the assistance first so if there's any potential way to provide any assistance then sure you know that you can even offer perhaps you could even I can't I'm serious perhaps it could be a conversation with the parents to say I know you guys work hard you guys are stressed how would you guys feel if I take the kids this summer you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? How would you guys feel if I take the kids for the next couple weeks? You guys just relax, just be adults, have fun. They, you know they're doing I mean? that anyways. I know, but they're maybe that, but that. but maybe that can give the kids some reprise. Maybe that can put her mind at ease. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then maybe she, maybe she get a first hand to see for herself. You know, them kids driving them adults crazy in there. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Whatever the case may be, the shoe to be on the other foot. Mm-hmm. So maybe she should try that approach. You know, yeah. see if she could take them for a I say, I think that's a great way of going about it. And I also think another thing is to keep her ears open. And if, you know, something seems a foul or miss in the way it shouldn't be, I think you're going to have to um, also be a strong person and make that uh, call that nobody wants to make. Right. It, you may have to make that call because you know what? It's worth it for the safety of your grandchildren. It is, you know, it just is. I don't know. I think that, you know, ad- adults do need to live for themselves. I get all of that. I do think this is a strange, uncomfortable situation to put the kids in. And I understand why the kids are embarrassed. And this, this article says they're embarrassed and ashamed. I get that. I think that that's, I think it's too much. I, I really do. I think it's too much. I think if the kids did not grow up in a polygamous lifestyle to put that type of, it's not polygamous lifestyle at this point, but more so what is it? Polyamory? 
somewhere on those lines, whatever. But um, I don't know. I think this is a lot to put on them. I really, really, really do. I don't think that the boyfriend needs to live there at all. If the mother and, and her, mother and father, if they're okay with there being a third party, that's great. The third party don't need to live there. I think that's I know, just too I, much. I, mean, I, would I think say, that that's even an infringing upon their way, children's comfort zone. I, and I think that in this case, the parents are only considering themselves at this point. It's like they're not even considering their kids anymore. Why? Why the stop consideration of your kids? Why? I would say at this point, if they want the dude to live in the house, they need to make an executive decision. They could be way more you know? discreet. They need to make an but executive decision. And I do think they should definitely consider their kids' comfort. I mean, this is nothing. If he ain't lived there, the, the guy ain't lived in there and all that time, why you gotta That's live there now? That's my point. It's like they're not even being discreet Maybe you don't have it. nowhere to go. Okay, but even if that was the case, they Maybe could be he, more discreet about it. Why does he need to stay in the He doesn't exact, need to lay in the To lay bed. in the same room with them every, at night, everybody go jump in the bed. I mean, <laughs> that I is mean, just, there's no garage just, he can lay in, <laughs> uh, attic, nothing. Let him sleep in your car, fall. I mean, you could have got him a blow up mattress to put it in a room so he could sleep there. You could be more discreet about it. I mean, I don't know. Y'all let us know. Welcome back. That's it is a, what is stuff. it? To, today is Wednesday. It's a Wednesday type of thing. So we're happy that you guys enjoyed the fourth. We hope that you guys are safe. Nobody's missing any limbs or anything like that. Cause you know, they said over the 4th of July weekend, it's been over 180 murders, killings. So you guys still here? Cause you guys were smart. Hopefully you guys made some good decisions. Anyways, we love you guys. We're out of here. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for rocking with us until next time. You guys have been rocking with your, your favorite, favorite besties. besties. Bye. Bye.